It went straight down the middle Then it started to hook just a wee, wee bit And that's when my caddy lost sight of it That little white pellet has never been found to this day Okay, welcome back into Sports Talk, Sports Talk Media Network, here on this Friday night time for some birdies, bogeys, and biceps around the state of South Carolina, starring George Bryan, Robbie Thames, and a special guest coming up in just a moment. As we bring the guys in, let me update what's happening on the uh, tour stops, the PGA Tour, the Honda Classic, second round suspended because of, I guess, uh, maybe weather, darkness down there. As the tour makes the move to the East Coast, the Florida run here over the next few weeks, Justin Sue, 64, he's at 10 under. Chris Kirk, a 62, he's at 9 under. They are at the top of the leaderboard. Look who up else is up there very tight. Ben Martin, former Clemson standout, 64 today. He's 7 under. Carson Young, a 70 today. He's at 5 under. Andrew Novak on the course suspended at minus two William McGirt a 66 he's at minus one Bill Haas a 68 he's even for the tournament Kyle Stanley a 73 is plus one Doc Redman a 71 is plus three Jay Bird Jonathan Bird a 73 he is plus three and Scott Brown a 75 he is plus uh, 11 the uh, the uh, uh, live golf tournament in Mexico Jason Kokrak Six under. Paul Casey, six under. Peter Uline, he's at four under. Uh, Taylor Gooch is at four under. Carlos Ortiz is at four under. Here's Dustin Johnson tied for sixth at three under par. At the top of that leaderboard as they play down in Mexico. We welcome in GB3. What a week. I tell you what, George, if you didn't have to work for a living, if you didn't have to teach the game to other people, you probably could have gotten in about 100 holes of golf today. The weather's been so perfect for the game. Maybe a little windy, but I like some wind behind me. Don't like it in front of me, but I don't mind it when it's behind me. Well, it's at our backs on every Friday night about 7.30. Mm. Uh, and <laughs> it's a beautiful preview to our upcoming spring. And, oh, my goodness, I love the bugs were out. I love bugs in February, too. The, the, the little breeze kept the bugs out, and I can also I can see that Bermuda grass starting to get a little tent, and I think that's why some of our players, our homegrown players, are doing well on the East Coast down at the Honda. Uh, they're used to seeing the Bermuda grass, and they get comfortable in these kind of conditions. So, uh, in in our beautiful spring, we got it today, and oh my goodness, four or five weeks out. Here it comes. Well, let me ask you a quick question about that. I mean, for us uh, knuckleheads who just, we don't care what grass condition, you know, we usually play on dirt, so we don't really consider the grass conditions when we're playing. But, I mean, why would the grass conditions on the West Coast versus the grass conditions here on the East Coast, the Southeast, in Florida, why would it make such a big difference in somebody's game? Hey, I tell you what, I'm going to let, our guest, Clarissa Childs, come on on. I'm going to welcome, welcome to the uh, to Birdies Bogies and what we have renamed Biceps, Clarissa. Good evening. How you doing? 
is Clarissa Hello. on the tee. There you she are is. Okay, Clarissa. Welcome. I'm on now. <laughs> you are now. Thanks. And right. hey, we're going to uh, welcome in Clarissa. And we have Clarissa Child. She is former Gamecock, currently executive director for the Women's South Carolina Golf Association. And also, let's bring Robbie, Tsunami Robbie Thames to the tee so we can go ahead and get and tee off. Welcome, hmm. Tsunami Robbie. I have joined the group and ready to play. <laughs> well, <laughs> Clarissa, don't know if you heard the question. We'll tee it up again. Phil wants to know uh, the difference in the West Coast grass and the East Coast, considering you are very familiar with that. Uh, I'll let you ladies first. You go ahead and uh, give us a little feedback. All right. So I grew up in uh, Glendale, California, until I came here to uh, uh, USC, the real USC for school. Hmm. And um, uh, our grass mostly out there was either bent, um, poana, zoysia, or kakuya. Uh, we didn't have really Bermuda. In fact, when I came out here on uh, my recruiting trip, it was in the fall. And Woodlands Country Club was our home course at the time. And, and I get there, and the course was all brown. And a brown course in California is dead. I'm like, you guys play here? The course is dead. <laughs> and uh, they're like, no, it turns green. I'm like, ah, no, brown grass doesn't turn green. I'm like, it's dead. And they had to convince me that the grass would be green um, when I came back to school here. But it just comes out different. It, it grabs a little differently. Um, the grasses in California grow most, mostly straight up. Where the Bermuda grows, you know, it kind of crawls, and so it grabs the club differently. So it's just different shots that you have to hit and learn to, uh, especially around the greens with the wedges, to get it out. Well, and that was a beautiful answer. Mm. I would say uh, Bermuda is, for the folks on this side, pretty easy. And and uh, on the, when I say this side, the East Coast, Bermuda folks are accustomed. If they go west, it gets a little more difficult. I think that's why some of our guys don't do all that well on the West Coast. Like Kakuya, it, it, the ball's sitting, and it doesn't appear to be very difficult, but it is tricky. Uh, and you end up – this is just my opinion, Clarissa. You play the mm-hmm. Bermuda uh, – you play the Kakuya a lot like the Bermuda, and too many people try to change their form. And the result – now, the Poana's a different story. That's completely different. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you play a shot very similar to what you know in the Kakuya from off the green, and it works out. Uh, what do you think about that? No, I agree. Yeah, you just kind of um, – I've played courses where it's the same shot or, you know, uh, Bermuda, you have to actually bounce the wedge behind the ball and have it bounce up into the ball to get it out of the Bermuda. Um, it's It's interesting how different parts – you know, the grass grows obviously a little bit different, even though it might even be the same grass. But, uh, you know, I grew up in the foothills in California, so I like the bent and the, the rye grass and the more so. But I have learned to play the Bermuda being out here so long, too. Well, the, the Bermuda has grain in it on the greens. And although it's smooth and, and very fast, the, uh, the grain does affect the ball as it slows down. So out on the Poana, the poana, incidentally, we spray out our poana on the East yeah. Coast, and they, they fertilize and cut it and cultivate it <laughs> on the West Coast. Exactly. It's is, like a tabletop out there for us. <laughs> yeah. 
And uh, it's kind of interesting how we look at grass on uh, in golf and but the uh, excuse me the poana it seeds in the afternoon so it technically changes uh, the way it rolls and talk a little bit about the difference in the late afternoons on that poana grass out west versus in the mornings. Yeah, so um, the poana. So where I grew up in Foothills, you know, it didn't get really hot enough for it to bloom in the day. But when we play it in uh, New Jersey at Ocean City, we play the uh, golf course there, and they had poana. And man, you wanted that morning tea time because by two, there was little blossoms on the green, and a, a three footer was a whole lot different than it was when it was smooth and fresh cut. Um, yeah, so it made a whole a lot different. So you really don't see many poana greens on the east coast, like you said, George. They, you know, they kill it out here. It's just like a no no. <laughs> well. Yeah, and so we jumped right in with a with a question. We went hot and live, and so just a little background with Clarissa. She, I guess, some over 20 years ago, 25 years ago, early 90s, uh, Clarissa was a, a USC Gamecock, came in playing for Christy Coggins, and four, three or four years All-SEC, correct me, uh, I think it's four years All-SEC. Yep, four Clarissa. years. Clarissa. And then yes. five years on the LPGA tour, and currently on the senior tour. So, uh, talk a little bit about we were we were at the Carolinas PGA Show, Tsunami Robbie. You'll come in and talk and add to this in a bit. We were talking about something upcoming. Clarissa is still active, very good player, and talk about what you have coming up this spring, Clarissa. Um, see, I've got, uh, you know, there's not that many, uh, we'll call them legends events or senior events for the women. Um, but I have the, I'm playing in the Arizona Women's Open end of April. Um, the senior LPGA championship, uh, in June, end of June. And then we have our South Carolina Women's Open that, um, I co-host with Christy Coggins, who I played with, um, here in Columbia at Cobblestone Park, uh, second week of August. Um, and then there's like the BJ's Pro-Am up in Maryland uh, in September. Um, but I, And, of course, maybe some charity events in between. I, I love seeing the ringer on a charity team here in town. It's a lot of fun. Um, so, But I love playing. And then as the executive director for the Women's South Carolina Golf Association, uh, I host about, uh, me and my staff host about 45 women's tournaments throughout the state of South Carolina. So we're getting ready to go full board on that, too, as well. You do a great job with the website, and I was—I've always uh, probably end up referencing that website as much. It's pretty easy. I can follow it. I can navigate it, <laughs> which is kind of scary, but the—it's uh, easy. And talk. How do you how do you find it if you're out there and interested in women's golf? So our website is www.wscga.org. Um, it is uh, to be a member of our association and play in everything that we offer. You do have to have an active uh, gin handicap in the state of South Carolina. Um, and if you're not a member of a club, that's no big deal. We have what's called an e-club handicap as well that you can get. And that makes you eligible to play in all the events that we host. And then you would just create a profile in our system and start registering. And we have all kinds of events, stroke play, team events, scrambles, championships, uh, the beauty of all of it is whether it's a championship or a one-day event, 
is we pair you and we flight you by your handicap. So regardless of what event you're playing in, you're going to be playing with people of your same caliber. So there's really nothing to be intimidated by. You do a marvelous job with, with junior girls golf. Talk a little bit about that too, please. Yeah, we have our uh, Junior Golf Foundation, the WSCGA Junior Golf Foundation. Uh, we have a few um, tournaments that we host. We host the best high school, girls' high school event in the state, and that is actually going to be end of September, and we are partnering with Rosie Jones in Moss Creek this year. And going forward, um, they're going to add some kind of pro amateur event on the front end of it to raise money for our Junior Foundation. So that's awesome. Um we do a player development program that we started last year where we'll reimburse the juniors up to $200 in golf lessons. So we want them to go get lessons. We want them to, to learn and be better. Um, and so we're reimbursing them $200 worth of golf lessons. And then also we have a junior assistance program where we reimburse them up to $400 in entry fees. So we also want them to compete and get out and, you know, learn the etiquette, learn the game. I mean, it's such a life skill playing golf in itself. So even if they just play as juniors, they'll learn so much. Uh, and then we also have the Bob Handler Foundation Scholarship. Uh, it's three $3,000 scholarships we give to a, a senior every year on to, to pursue her, pursue, I can't even talk, pursue hmm. her education. Um, and it doesn't have to be, she doesn't have to go to school and continue to play golf. Just, you know, has been playing golf in the junior program and then wants to continue her education in some way or form. Excellent, excellent. And speaking of form, we uh, we had a little brief discussion at our Tsunami Bar Sports booth up at up in Greensboro, at the Greensboro Coliseum, and you were talking about your upcoming schedule and the fact that you're going to do the qualifier for the Women's U.S. Open. Where's uh, Where's the Open this year, Clarissa? So the U.S. Women Open this year is at Pebble Beach. Um, and so I thought, what a great tournament to go play, mm. of course. Mm. So, uh, so I have to get in shape <laughs> because you have to walk 36 holes for the qualifier and there's where Tsunami comes in. <laughs> there's where we go live with and bring in Tsunami <laughs> Robbie. And so considering, I know when, when you were, when we were at the, uh, in the booth there, you thought that I was the muscle, but, and you know, that's kidding. I'm not. Tsunami Robbie, talk, let's re- relive the conversation and some things that uh, Clarissa's already in great shape and and the things that she might do. What did you suggest she may do in order to get ready for her 36-hole qualifier? And she's got plenty of time, a couple of months. Yeah, Take the it away. Uh, first thing Robbie. I, I would uh... – I would recommend this. Uh, Clarissa, uh, do you have your caddy yet? Because I am available. Um, well, <laughs> I know, but, yeah, you know what? Christy Coggins is my caddy for that one, so you'll have to fight her for it. Oh, shoot, I missed out. All right. Well, uh, yeah, we've, uh, yeah, we had a great discussion. Uh, uh, it was my first time meeting you, and it was a, a pleasure. And great listening to you tonight. Uh, you've really gave us some great information on those on the grasses a lot of the things i haven't uh, played on some of those grasses so that was quite interesting to me and uh, all the great stuff you're doing with the uh, with the ladies um and golf in the state of south carolina i'm sure that that spreads out into the region 
and um, and good luck with uh, with your pursuits as well. But uh, to get ready, uh, you just got to get the, get busy on a, on a plan. This is it's always good to have a plan, uh, so you have a starting point somewhere in the middle and, and kind of where you want to peek out at before you maybe start a new cycle or or regenerate the plan. And uh, the tsunami bar is a great addition to any workout uh, if you're using it, 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 uh, it exclusively or adding it to a program that you have already have in existence. And it's, um, with the tsunami um, uh, tools that we have, uh, being that you're going to be traveling, uh, some of these are, are easy to carry with you. They fit right in your bag. You can take them with you, do them at the hotel, do them at the, uh, in the parking lot, do them on course, and um, stay flexible, stay mobile get warmed up, get blood flow to the extremities. So when you get out there and, and prepare yourself uh, for play, uh, the tsunami technology is, is, a, is a way to go. Well, that, uh, you got to, Clarissa, I'm guessing you have to walk in the qualifier. Yeah, I'll have to walk. Um, 36 I can holes. have a caddy. One day. 36 holes. One day. One day. Yeah. So that will be in the neighborhood of... 10 miles, and okay. considering the date, we're talking a May-type date, correct? Yeah, like May 29th or something, May 30th. Hmm. So it will be it will be probably plenty warm, and have you selected your site? Do you know where you'll be qualified? qualified? I do. I think I'm going to go to um, up in North Carolina, and I heard it's a very mountainous course. Um, I haven't played it. Um, and hopefully I can sneak up there between now and then and get a couple extra practice rounds in. But, um, yeah, so I know it's mountainous, which is good for what I grew up. I love the mountains, so bonus there. Um, but, you know, I haven't really walked uh, 18 holes or 36 holes, well, 36 holes, uh, and probably, well, I can say over 10 years because um, I got ten- cancer 10 years ago and did the chemo thing, and it kind of takes a lot out of you, so... Um, I just really hadn't uh, – I reverted to cart golf, which I do love, but uh, I need to get back into walking golf. Well, the 12 weeks, uh, I don't say that's plenty of time, but it is enough time. And one of the things that with the lighter tools, speed sticks, the multi-47, those tools I actually enjoy walking, uh, sitting at rest or walking and and or a very, I'll say a fast walk to a slow jog, and the the technology works off of rhythm and tempo, so you can get a pace going, get a little bit, uh, so you can work off of and be inspired by the rhythm and trying to keep the rhythm, so more later on that, and it will be kind of fun, we're going to have you over to the gym, Tsunami Robbie, uh, remind me of that address, and how folks out there listening may be able to figure out how to take a look at our website. Absolutely. 720 Chris Drive, West Columbia. Very easy to find. Big manufacturing building. If you're coming down Lee Park Road, turn on Chris, take a left on Chris Drive or a right, depending on which way you might be coming. But Chris Drive and uh, off the of 378, uh, if you're near the Lexington County Hospital, Chris Drive is uh, right next to the McDonald's at a stoplight. Very easy to find. And uh, we're open, um, goodness, I mean, you know, five days a week, just like any other other place usually start around eight o'clock in the morning and end up around five and then uh, the gym will stay open longer than that we're open before before five um, or before six in the morning and uh, then later than six usually six thirty to seven o'clock in the evenings but um, 
come on by, take a peek. Uh, uh, it's real easy just to come in, ask anybody from from uh, me. Uh, you don't have to call me Tsunami Robbie, but everybody knows anyway. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and, uh, and I'll be able to show you around and show you the tools and the technology and answer any questions that you might have. Hey, beautiful. And then, uh, Clarissa, this will definitely uh, get your attention. And when, when you visit, you'll see that we've broken ground. We've got – we'll have a what we'll call a chipping putt, a nine-hole chipping putt to, to complement. We already have uh, an exercise uh, – extra gym, but we have a golf lab. We're going to have a couple of simulators and uh, outdoor, outdoor tsunami training field, but – Nine holes of chip and putt. We'll have a, what we call a wedge range. So it'll, it'll be artificial. It'll light up. We'll have lights go into the evening. And it'll be year-round in great shape because of the artificial turf, some of the latest on that. And we've already broken ground. So, Clarissa, most don't know uh, that much about your short game, but it is some kind of strong. Do you still have that? You're, you had one of the first pure putting strokes that I saw uh, and I'm guessing you can still roll the rock <laughs> oh yeah that's uh, that's what's kept me in the game um, is my short game be able to get it up and down and you know rolling the rock it's probably my favorite part of the game that and hitting drivers uh, those two are my favorite um, part but yeah I love love short game I'm excited to see what you guys are doing out there um, that's going to be yeah, awesome well, what, what also could, could happen in, as we get closer to the spring uh, I can see Tsunami Robbie, Phil, Clarissa, and George going out to play a little golf. And, man, she absolutely rips the golf ball. She pounds it, hits it forever, and that will be a treat. And uh, I'm, all I'm all for that. I'm all for that, George. <laughs> Count me in. Count me in. Uh, Clarissa, it's been a privilege having you on the show, and we will keep up. In fact, we'll – as we uh we'll have you back invite you back out uh on the radio and keep us uh posted on your progress so thanks so much for joining us clarissa absolutely thank you guys and uh i look forward to to coming out to the tsunami bar and uh giving it a whirl because we've got a u.s women's open to go play in absolutely and so what i'm gonna do tsunami robbie and Phil, I'm going to go ahead and sign off and go eat a little supper. Uh, so until next week, you guys TM high, but shoot them low. Guys, thank All you right, very thanks, much. Guys. Thank you. Thank you very much. George, thank you. Robbie, thank you. And Carissa, thank you. And best of luck to you moving forward in your uh, endeavors uh, on the grasses, whether they are the brown grasses of South Carolina or the green grasses <laughs> Out there in California, we thank you so much for being with us. And uh, don't forget, folks, uh, the website for Tsunami Bar Sports. You can go to our website, sportstalksc.com, and click on that link. And it'll link you right to this little video there, and there's a link to Tsunami Bar Sports. And you use the uh, discount code uh, BBB5. You'll get 5% off, 5% off anything you purchase online there from Tsunami Bar Sports, and the stuff is excellent both from a golf standpoint and a conditioning standpoint. You don't have to be a golfer to use Tsunami Bar Sports stuff. 
and you don't have to be a physical fitness freak to use Tsunami Bar Sports Stuff. I mean, it works in a variety of different ways, and you should go out and check out their location and their facility because it's uh, it's incredible. They make their equipment right there in West Columbia at their facility that they ship out worldwide from little old West Columbia, South Carolina. And I can't wait for that uh, pitching putt to be done. I'm going to go be the first one to play so I can set the course record that will last for about 30 seconds. That will do it. Pat, thank you. Uh, South Carolina has one, and Clemson's 2-2 in the top of the ninth. Everybody have a great weekend. We'll see you Monday.